0: From the dark web to your radio dial, you are listening to Cybertalk Radio on News 1200 WOAI.
1: Welcome to Cybertalk Radio. I'm your host, Brett Pyatt, a 20-year Internet security veteran. This week, we're going to be talking about CyberPatriot. Here in San Antonio, CyberPatriot is a big thing, and it's been around for uh, quite a while, all the way back uh, since the inception of the program. And I'm thrilled to be joined by a group of guests that were there at the beginning and have done some great things in the CyberPatriot program. Uh, Arthur, thank you very much for uh, joining us this week. Thank you, Brett. Yeah, so can you go ahead and share a little bit about you, Cyber Patriot, and uh, what you guys uh, got going down there in Southwest ISD?
2: Well, I got to Southwest ISD in um, 2009, and uh, it was in the spring of 2009, on February 2009, I remember that. And I came from um, a field, IT field tech background, and I was working for Judson ISD where I was uh, a field tech at Jetson High School and at both campuses. And then um, I ended up having an opportunity to teach computer maintenance and IT program at Southwest ISD. I took the job, and when I got there, that was um, middle of the year. It was in the second semester. And uh, those guests that I have on my, right, on my life, in the room with me, they were freshmen at the time, and I was a freshman teacher, just new in teaching. I taught a few adult education classes before, but I never taught high school. And uh, when I got there, I was dropped in a classroom to teach computers without computers. And uh, it was a very tough situation. Starting in the spring made it even worse. And uh, I was wondering how I was going to make it happen. I looked around and I was wondering what to do new and to catch those kids' attention. They were freshmen. Some of them didn't even know why they were in the class and uh, that's when i decided to bring up something new it's it certifications so i start talking about it certifications and while i was teaching and um that year i was getting some emails from chris cook and i was wondering what's going on chris cook kick keep, keep emailing keep emailing about cyber patriot by the time ricky became a sophomore and um, i heard about cyber patriot i went to a um uh, to a meeting and i said to ricky well now that you're going to attend a dual credit program just go ahead and get involved and try to get in the cyber patriot team so that you can tell me what it is about before i start my group at southwest and sophomore junior year ricky joined the program but by then my IT program, certification program, kicked at Southwest with the first group, Ricky, Moises, and a few others. They got the first certification, the April certification, uh, in May of 2010. So he had the first certification and he joined Cyberbiturate at uh, the ITSA program. And uh, he was telling me, oh, every day he came back and said, sir, that was fun. I like it. And this is what we are learning and stuff. I say, well, if that is the case... I'm going to start my own chapter. And then the next fall, we start our own team. And uh, that was the very first time that we got into the competition. We started, we had only one team. At the time, we could have up to 10 students in the team. When Ricky joined, that was the very first year that they had high schools. Not OTC, but high school students in the competition. When we joined at Southwest ISD at Southwest High School, that was the second year or high school got involved in the competition and we built our first team and with 10 students in the team and um i believe steven was the captain yes steven was the team captain and uh, we entered the competition we did not know what and how we were going to compete and what we were going to do but these young men, they were brave enough and uh, to Engage themselves into the competition and to learn. We heard that we were going to compete with some operating system like servers like Linux operating system and we had no insight into what it was going to be. Moises Lopez decided to take on the responsibility to learn Linux and also I had a binder with information about server which I went to a training at the astronaut foundation in florida and i pulled that binder and i say here's your training material for the server is your training material for Linux?" this is how we got into it we didn't have much while we got in, into the competition and that year we finished number 13 in the nation and we missed by going to the final by only three points
1: wow yeah so for those of you listening live here on the uh, radio Talking about CyberPatriot, which is a team sport, cybersecurity, available in middle schools now and high schools uh, all across the area. So if uh, you have a, a child at a school here and their school does not have a Cyber Patriot team and they've got a football team, go talk to your administration. Get a cyber Patriot team going. More kids are going to go through CyberPatriot and on into a cybersecurity career than are going to go through a football program into the NFL. There's a million cybersecurity jobs available in the U.S. right now, and maybe 3 million, but people just don't even post them because they don't think they can get qualified candidates. There's not a million job openings in the NFL. Uh, There's only, I don't know, 28 teams or something. I pay more attention to cybersecurity as the host of Cyber Talk Radio than I do football. I'd like to apologize to all the Cowboys fans out there listening. Uh, You guys got this this team up and going and got started on cybersecurity. So Moise, as you are here chatting with us now, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. This is a brand new program brand new sport there's no track record of success what made you decide to uh jump into this at school yeah so uh, back then i was i was keenly in
3: interested in computers more in gaming i was actually just focused on wanting to wanting to play games uh, and just interested in technology in general but there was there wasn't really anything in in the school to kick start they just give you that little flame that little spark or anything right and then uh, when Mr. Sheik came along with my freshman year, he was brand new. So, so were we. I mean, we were just kids. And then um, he uh, basically just gave us a book and said, here's information. Uh, there's cool computer stuff in here. You should go ahead and just start reading and see what you can find. And then from that point on, uh, he... Um, he, I remember he actually told Ricky first to go ahead and, and then try to go into the Cyber Patriot event or thing that was going on because it was pretty important back then or something like that. And then... Ricky came back saying he was really excited it was really awesome it was good information great stuff so we should do something with it and then there, when it well, although that was happening the the certification program that Mr. C started or or kickstarted rather because it was always a thing it was always it was always present ever present in Southwest High School but nobody ever did anything with it Yeah. yeah the material was there it always existed but nobody followed through so then he said like hey guys we could uh Perhaps try to obtain some of these some some these certifications because they can't be useful as with with general real life skills that you can probably use for yourself or you actually do something about them. So let's go ahead and try to try to get some start some certifications or get you guys certified and let's just see what happens. So we did. It was um it was it was on a June June 3rd I think it was the day we went. It was on a Saturday Saturday morning we went to Holmes High School to take the tests. Yeah. And then uh, it was, a bunch of high school kids just kind of showed up and then you know the test proctor was just kind of like these guys are taking the test? I'm like, yeah, we're, we're taking some tests. So then, you know, uh, we took the tests and then it turns out that I think everybody that day got A plus certified.
1: Yeah. We That's try. awesome stuff. Now, and, and this is, uh, what's going on in transforming education is many folks think it's uh, high school curriculum staying the same as it was when we took, uh, things back when I was in high school and I've got a bunch of gray hair on my beard. So, <laughs> uh, High school. We had a. I was joking with somebody before uh, you guys were coming in here today. Uh, we had Mavis Beacon teach us typing. I think that was what was available to us. In uh, yeah, in, uh, I Yeah, yeah. And Arthur's laughing because uh, if he wasn't clean shaven, he would have gray hair in his beard as well. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that was what was available to us back then uh, in uh, computer classes in school. It was like you, know, you wanted to learn and get certified in how many words per minute you could type, but there were no other certifications available to us in that. And uh, now you're still uh, see a bit of a shortage on uh, computer science teachers in high school that the school districts are working real hard at that. And if you're interested in teaching computer science to high school students, reach out there to uh, the different districts and they will uh, work with you to see what you can do to get through some of that uh to get your accreditation so you can go teach those because every district, if they don't have it, is looking to hire and expand in this area. Uh, and this is going to be one that does lead through to careers. And this is one of the other pieces that I want to make sure we spend some good time in this program talking through. We've had folks on from the Cyber Texas Foundation, where Chris Cook is at, on the program. If you uh, wanted to learn a little bit more about what Cyber Texas Foundation does, how they helped schools across the area get Cyber Patriot going here in San Antonio to the point where we are sending people out to that national finals and uh, doing great as a uh, city in that program nationwide. You can go on our website at www.cybertalkradio.com, um, look at the episode search, and just search for Cyber Patriot or Cyber Texas, and you'll uh, see the uh, past episodes there. Uh, you can also go into iTunes Podcasts or Pocket Casts on Android uh, and uh, almost any other podcast service you try out there. If you like looking at still pictures of me and uh, our guests, you can also sit and watch on YouTube. Um, so y- you guys started this stuff off, and uh, so you got your A plus certification there at the end of your freshman year. So this was you started in end of sophomore, sophomore year. year. Yes. So you, you year. so you went through a, a year of class. You guys got through, and you guys all got your your certification at the end of your sophomore year. And then were you also doing Cyber Patriot that same sophomore year? Cyber yes, Patriot, I think I think Ricky no. started doing Cyber Patriot program in junior right? year.
2: You went junior. to the program in junior year, and Ricky was the first team captain for the ITS program that we that won the very first uh, competition to go to national and finished number 3 in the nation at the time so that was during the junior year they uh re- kickstart in Cyber patriot yeah and moises was during your s- senior year because Ye- we start we started our team
1: yes it's it's been well <laughs> yeah we started our team during senior year yeah uh so in- So for the the students out there that are listening, so you went through this. You got involved in CyberPatriot. It was brand new, so uh, you didn't start your freshman year on it. Um, And you you still went through from there and built now into a a tech career. I see you're Mm -hmm. wearing a Rackspace Foundation T-shirt as Mm -hmm. we're here. and They do some great work across San Antonio. Mm -hmm. You work for Rackspace now? I do, yes. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and give your journey through this so you – Started off just like every high school kid, just like the ones I have at home that mm-hmm. want to play games on computers, yep. probably learning Linux so you can maybe figure out how to packet trace and the rest of some of these things so you can figure out how to make you either lag other people out in the game or oh, yeah. other activities, mm-hmm. Yeah, all the things <laughs> that, that teenage kids want to do with computers. Uh, so how did that go and evolve from where you're at to here now, um, almost eight years later, I guess, um, working at Rackspace? So so back then, after we obtained certifications
3: with, uh, with Mr. C., um, we just kind of right, they went down the path of just keeping getting some more so like we have we have one we all have a plus we should try to get some more let's see what, how that turns out so then we just literally snowballed effect after that so then all the all the, the kids that got those certifications that day the next following year got network plus the following year which was junior year, I think senior year, everybody got security plus and just snowballed from that point on and then uh when it, w- once we actually went into CyberPatriot, like the, the program was kickstarted I mean we didn't have much with just about anything really right we had a couple of books, and we just had, when we did have the internet, well, fortunately that was good. Yeah. So then, um, Mr. C just kind of said, "Hey guys, you know, we're we're joining this, this competition. Well, there's things to do. There's things to learn. Um, get to it. Go right. Go. We need we need we need again. We need to, get, we need to win, be competitive in this, in this competition because there will be more teams or competition from all over the nation. So it's 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 it's, it's going to be pretty fun. So then at that point on, I guess I've always had that that learner that type of learning." Or wanting to to f- just fetch information, just to find information for my own sake, and just for my um, and for for the team at the time, and then, so after after Cyber Patriot, I I actually I went into the school, to college for a little while, and I found that the curriculum that was given to me just wasn't wasn't fitting. Like I just wasn't it wasn't working for me. I just like college just was not was not a path for me at the time. I wanted to continue it. I wanted to finish it, but it just wasn't happening uh, for other reasons. And then to, with that, um, I actually got an opportunity to join what is now the Open Cloud Academy. It, 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 it has evolved. I was on I was the first class, so it wasn't even a call Open Cloud Academy. It was just kind of like, hey, yeah. just a bunch of guys get together and we'll see what happens, right? And then from that point on, uh, they they helped me further kickstart that Linux knowledge just to feed it more, feed it more. From that point on, I took a, an interview with Rackspace. Not expecting to get anything back, really, because it's just such a massive company, such a great leap. But you know, what do you know? I eventually got in. Got hired there.
1: So that's got to be almost four or five years ago. You've been at Rackspace now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we've had uh, Deborah Carter on who uh, runs Mm -hmm. the Open Cloud Academy Mm -hmm. here still today. So if you did want to learn more about uh, OCA, as they call it, uh, you can um, listen to a past episode about that as well. It's a a great program uh, that we've hired folks at my company from there as well. Um, I hired folks when I used to work at Rackspace uh, out of that program every single graduating class. So, uh, yeah, these are the type of educational things that are going on. Starting these programs down in high school set you up for success there at OCA because that was not easy. So did you go on the the Linux Admin certification path on that one. I did, yes. Yeah. I mean, back then it, there wasn't a path really. Oh, <laughs> it was just kind of let's
3: just get together and let's, let's learn some things and see what happens, right? But then uh, on, on the Kickstarter, there, you know, they did require for you to have the A plus, Net plus, and uh, Security plus yeah. certifications. Fortunately, I already had them from high school, yeah. which was a kind of a little leg up, if you will. Because I already had it coming, so then whenever whenever I got in there, and they're like, "Hey, we, we should get you your your Linux plus and see what happens from there," and then um, yeah, all that knowledge just kind of kickstarted, just snowballed from there.
1: Oh, that's uh excellent stuff. So uh, now Arthur, you so fast forward this through, so we, um, and we'll cover some more of everyone else's backstory here uh, as the program continues on. But circle back to now, where are you, you at today? So this was the initial team that kind of got everything kickstarted for you guys. Uh, what's the team up to this year and this season?
2: Well, what this team has done is that uh, when I said earlier, these guys, they have left a legacy, and it is true. In fact, uh, the first year we had one team. The second year, we had three teams. And in the following year, we competed with four or five teams. And right now, we expanded the program, and we had an opportunity That was back in 2011 or 12 when we had an opportunity to have a grant to run a middle school program called Cyberstar. So what it was, we won a program five Saturdays and uh, Steve, Stephen Casas was the program manager. And Moises Lopez was one of our Mm instructors. Ricky was an instructor. So we hired and paid students while in the program. High school student to teach middle schoolers cybersecurity. Yeah. That was the first pilot program for CyberStar Indonesia. Today, I can tell you that some of the students who attended the initial CyberStar program, some of them, like Sirak Zamora, he is a senior right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have students who are seniors who were in the program, a few of them that uh, were in the program now, they are seniors, they are juniors at Southwest. And now we, the program has been expanded not only from a high school perspective at the middle school level at Southwest ISD, we have in each high school, uh, middle school, we have four middle schools and we have a course called Cyber Patriot at the middle schools. And yesterday I was talking to one of the middle school teachers from my middle school. He told me that his rosters, his classrooms are full with students and that's what he's teaching for, for the day. So now we went from one team to not only having go, going up at the high school level, but at each middle school. Last year, each middle school had a minimum of four teams competing in the in, in the competition, and we were at Southwest ISD, the very first ISD to have a middle school to compete in the competition. That was my colleague, Middle um, Scobie Middle School, and Ricky was a ment- was a mentor, mentoring those young middle schoolers. So. They've been involved, and after that, we had um, CyberStar program during the summer. We did it one week, and last year, we had a uh, summer camp, uh, Gen cyber camp as well, where these young people, they have been involved in many capacities, like uh, Moises Lopez came to to be a speaker. Um, Steven Casas was a speaker a couple of times. Ricky showed up. Uh Last year as well, Ricky has been very, all of them have been very involved. So they start the program, and they never never left since. Whenever I need them to be part of something related to the program, they are always available, just like today.
1: They are here with me. Oh, That's uh, amazing, and uh, thank you for staying involved and giving back. And uh, So this is uh, one as well, if you're a cybersecurity professional in the San Antonio area, or if you're listening to this across the Internet and you happen to be in another city, Um, You can get involved as a mentor in the Cyber Patriot programs. If you're in San Antonio, please do so. If you're somewhere else, please don't because I want our teams here to win the national championships. Okay, no, (laughs) I want you to get involved outside the city as well because we need more cybersecurity professionals all across this country. So as you were going through high school doing uh, these computer classes now, I think many kids out there that are thinking about taking one of these, it's like, man, calculus, computers, all these things are really hard and scary. So... Uh, from getting into these computer classes, uh, how did you work through that? How did you study? how did How did that become something that was academically achievable for you? So I think there's a, there's a quite
3: a, a large stigma against those kinds of classes, kind STEM classes, right? Calculus, uh, yeah. math related, anything anything science related, right? Yeah, physics, no, man, don't make right. me take that yeah, one. Exactly, right. So I think what made me work work through them, particularly, was just kind of just take a deep dive. Just kind of jump at them and just see what what they what they're actually like. And then once once you start going through going through the motions, trying to learn the the jargon, learn the the language of the, of whatever you're learning, it actually it just becomes trivial. It's all logical, right? Just like math is based on logic, and then well, abstract logic. But then computers are are, I'm literally binary. They speak zeros and ones. And then this all everything else, all, all the apps and everything else just runs on literal zeros and ones. Once you break it down down to the fundamental levels, it really isn't all that difficult.
2: But yeah. I would like to add to that uh, the mentality that Moises Lopez, like Ricky, um, Joshua Gutierrez, Steve Casas, the, the mentality is that they were not afraid to take on new challenges. And I was afraid that they were they were going to be to, 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 be, to, to, to stay away from Lennox, for instance. And to find out that Moises got into it, like you said earlier, he dive into it, and he loved it, and now it becomes his...
3: Yeah, his bread, bread and butter, bread bread and bread. butter. Bread yeah, career. Bread. Yes, yeah. it is. I basically started a career off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So do you have a favorite favorite Linux distro? Yes. Yeah. Fedora. Fedora. Yeah. Has that been the same one all the way back?
3: No. I think I think it has evolved as, as productivity has increased, just depending on what I'm doing that weekend.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, do you remember your first time you uh, went to install Linux on a computer?
3: Um, yeah, I broke it. Um, broke
1: it. I ended up install-
3: <laughs> installing the wrong partition, and I just wiped the, the box, uh, nuking my own files yeah. along with it.
2: Although, although I told him to do it from, to run it from the flash drives instead. Yeah. Oh, yes.
3: And then eventually when he said, like, oh, it's, that's possible, you can do boot from drives. And then, so I went down that rabbit hole and eventually figured out, oh, yeah, you can, apparently. And yeah. I remember
2: I remember the first year we were competing, we were, we were competing for state of finals. We did not have good computer to win the, the competition. And they had to go home, get their gaming computers.
3: Yes, um, yeah. one of the one of the competitions we uh, the the machine we were running eventually ran out of RAM, so we were blue screening while we were running the competition, competing live, like real live. So then we had uh, we had our buddy a buddy Josh. We had to get in his car, run to his house, bring his actual home computer that had just more RAMs, and bring it back plugged in and actually
1: be able to compete. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's resourcefulness right mm-hmm. there. It is, uh, yeah, which is awesome and seeing creativity and that happens. Um, it's Cyber Patriot this is a great example of it. It happens across every sport. As you come up with something, you'll see improvisation, and that's what uh, separates I mean, both teams from folks that are going to win. But then as you, you get on out there into your life and your career, stuff gets new, It gets thrown at you every day, and you've got to have that can-do attitude and uh, the spirit to get a little creative and innovative.
2: And the team building a- aspect of the competition, how yeah. they got together, and they were happy and enjoyed
1: yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So you're listening to Cyber Talk Radio on 1200 WAI. Uh, I'm your host, and uh, we're going through uh, Cyber Patriot uh, Southwest ISD here uh, with Arthur Celestine and a number of the uh, at then point time high school students um, almost a decade ago now, and uh, they're all working in uh, tech jobs here around San Antonio. Uh, it's been a great pleasure. If you are just uh, turning us in on your radio dial right now, uh, you can listen to this uh, whole episode and all of our past episodes uh, on our website at www.cybertalkradio.com. If you are uh, listening to us online, either through the website or iTunes podcast or Pocket Cast, thank you for a uh, being a listener and enjoying the program. And uh, if uh, this is something you're uh, excited about and it's not in your high school or a high school that your children attend, please uh, go out there, ask the schools to add things uh, so that we can build this cybersecurity workforce uh, across America, uh, fill these jobs and uh, keep all of our systems and businesses safe. We will be right back after a news traffic and weather update here at the bottom of the hour uh, to go through some more stories about the evolution of Cyber Patriot at Southwest. Welcome back to Cyber Talk Radio. I'm joined this week uh, by some Cyber Patriot alumni uh, that helped get Cyber Patriot started in Southwest ISD in the city of San Antonio and really even uh, all the way across uh, the U.S. as uh, some of these folks have uh, been all the way uh, out to the national finals. So uh, thank you uh, guys for coming in and joining us this week. Um, so uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves, uh, Stephen.
4: Uh, hi, my name is Steven Casas. I am a graduate of Southwest High School, and uh, I was a member of one of the first teams, actually the first team,
1: at uh, Southwest for Cyber Patriot. Yeah, and uh, as uh, you guys call him, uh, Mr. C, I heard you were the captain of that first team. That's correct, yes. Yeah, okay. And then Ricky. Uh,
0: yes, uh, my name is Ricky Bonda. Um, I was originally on the uh, very first uh, Cyber Patriot team at ITSA. Um, that was the team that uh went to nationals um in 2011.
1: Yeah, so uh, you guys are, are back and and want to go through a little bit of this. So, I mean, now cybersecurity is starting to get everywhere. We've uh heard about it all across the news. Um, computers are getting ransomware, all of these cyber things are happening. I mean, Netflix goes offline uh with this big denial of service thing on the east coast. We had this WannaCry thing that took down the British National Health Service. Um, and then we hear about these data breaches all the time. There was one here recently. It just sounds like now Experian, 140 million records. So um, those are probably all of our credit reports. The first thing I've read there is uh, going into some of the details. I'm not sure how much of their data, whether it's just our emails and names, but that'll all come out as this gets continues to get investigated. So I think cybersecurity awareness and all of this uh, computer industry job awareness is in a whole different light now here in 2017 than it was back when you guys were in high school. So... Uh, what got you excited about going to try this uh, computer class that ultimately led into Cyber Patriot?
4: Well, when I was a freshman, I was actually uh, pulled aside by one of my instructors who, you know, there are some people that they are very great teachers and they see talent, they recognize it, and they try to push you in the right direction. I was fortunate enough to have an instructor that uh, pulled me out of class and said... Uh, you're learning typing right now, and you know it's great that you can do you know 70 words a minute. But uh, let's see what else we can get you doing. And she pushed me in the direction of Mr. Celestine's class, and uh, we worked on getting my certifications. And then two years later, this program that uh, Ricky actually was the uh, one who brought it to us, uh, called Cyber Patriot. We sort of pioneered that at Southwest and really created the model for what we thought was going to be the perfect way to execute that on a level that would not just become something of a competition or, you know, something that would happen, you know, seasonally, but ultimately turn into something that would be uh, curriculum driven and really something where students could turn this into a career. We'd start involving industry partners. So really getting involved in that, uh, it it sort of just snowballs from one thing to another and uh, getting the right people in the room can really uh, inspire your students to want to take those paths and discover, you know, what they can do for themselves just by
1: having interest, you know? Yeah. Now, Ricky so how about your, your side of the story there so you got into this computer stuff but then also then went over to ITSA as you're there and, and to do cyber Patriot itself um, yeah
0: so um, I got started um, same as Stephen with uh, mr. Celestine's class um, I'll never forget in, you know I was what 14 years old and uh, we're sitting in this course um, I previously had I had taken a automotive repair. Class, I'm not sure why I was taking that, um but a good friend of mine, uh, Josh Gutierrez, you know, recommended Mr. C's class. I'd always uh, tinkered with uh, machines and you know put them back together, et cetera, stuff like that uh, from when I was a kid. But I never will forget Mr. C telling us how we can graduate high school making forty, fifty thousand dollars a year with our IT certifications, and that really struck a chord with me. Yeah. Um, especially uh, with my living situation at the time.
1: Yeah, no, we we we've, we've had um, uh, some other folks on uh, the program in the past that uh, from uh, Holmes High School. And uh, one of the things that he did there is after the first kids that got through the program uh, got off and got that job making 45, 50, 60,000 a year, they bought a Camaro. Yep. And he's like, "Yep. C- come on back to campus. Right. And we're going to take a little field trip out to the parking lot. I'm going to show my students your car, and then all of a sudden they're going to work a lot harder in my class."
0: Right. So, uh For underprivileged students, definitely at a district like Southwest, you know, you present that opportunity, um, and the ones who really want to make something of themselves will absolutely attack it and go for it. Um, And that was one thing that absolutely, uh, like I said, uh, struck a chord with me, especially when I was that age. Yeah.
1: Arthur was saying b- before the uh, break here in the first half of the program, you're still involved in helping out mm-hmm. now and helping uh, get these things going in middle school. Uh, is I One of the things that's as you look across education as a whole, uh, folks seeing someone coming from a similar background that's actually doing what they're saying you can go do completely transforms the success rates of those programs versus um, having this abstract uh person up there saying that these things are possible, but not really, as a student, seeing any proof of that uh, yourself. So uh, thank you for going back and continuing to be involved there, um, because this absolutely is true. There's uh, tons of technology jobs uh, across San Antonio and across America, and these are things that are open to uh, kids everywhere if you do want to put in the time, the effort, and work hard. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so it, you started through this, you, you believe that you could get through these certifications and do it. So you, you, when you went off to do the cyber Patriot, uh, experiment for the first time, mm-hmm. uh, walk the audience a little bit through that. I mean, this is uh, you're competing in a team sport, uh, but man, like what is this, what's going on in your mind there as a high school student on that one? So this is
0: junior year. I'm 16 years old. Um, I had already been doing my IT studies now for two years with Mr. Celestine We got our A plus. I think at that time I was working on my network plus or I think something like that. Um, and, uh, professor, uh, professor Matusik, he, I'm not sure what he's up to now, but a uh, college professor over at SAC. Um, and he, uh, presented this idea of cyber Patriot. You know, this is a cool cyber competition. Um, Mr. Matusik, you know, asked us, uh, uh, who wants to take this on? Uh, I was like, you know, I looked looked around the classroom, nobody really said anything, so I just rose my hand and (laughs) uh, just kind of went with it from there and um, selected members from um, all across ITSA to uh, join in in this program. And if I'm not mistaken, each one of those members is still very successful right now. Uh, One member is working at InfoSight, another one works uh, at Rackspace, um, similar to me. Uh, We have similar career fields. Um, The other two, I believe, are making their way in the IT industry still.
1: Yeah. No, and so this is, uh, so you go off and get into this Cyber Patriot program, and you're sitting down for the the first competition this first year. Uh, And uh, so what got you excited about it to then bring it back to Southwest the next year?
0: I would say because it wasn't holding my hand. It wasn't, here's this teacher-designed curriculum that I'm going to hand-feed you, and you're going to perform X. Um, objectives and x amount of time it was here's a computer it's broken document all your findings go it's up to you uh, how far you want to take it how much you want to learn and how much you want to accomplish with that that really really made a difference to me and made me really excited because you know i knew people back at my home school steven uh, moises josh and a few others who would love an opportunity like that to essentially prove yourself you know without the
1: there's a scoreboard kids love computer games this right. is a computer game in right. a way but it's also a sport and mm-hmm. it's also a career absolutely uh so in cyber patriot that they have positions now uh this has gotten more probably advanced like where teams set up in ways where you've got certain people with certain roles and responsibilities that first season how were you guys attacking this as a team
0: <laughs> oh it was the wild west yeah um I think uh, Stephen can maybe uh, elaborate on some of this too.
1: Yeah. So your captain of this team is at Southwest his first year.
4: So trying to stratify really this very abstract thought into something uh, that's a little bit more organized than it was when it was presented to us uh, really was a challenge, I think, um, because there's no set rule book. I, I think they give you a page, a PDF that says really what you got coming for you and uh, say, do your best to figure out how you're going to do that. Oh, and by the way, follow the rules. Um, But really figuring out, you know, you've got a 10 of, I think, what was it 10 people, Ricky? Yes. Yeah, so you've yeah. got a, ten of, a team of like 10 people. I think you can have five active at any time uh, performing a role and uh, determining exactly how you're going to utilize all of those people. I think, you know, we had an operator. We had uh, somebody uh, always, you know, logged into Google. We had somebody uh, documenting. We had somebody, you know, doing ancillary work. It was very unorganized at first but i think really as we started to develop strategies that became like private data that we want to be like oh no this is exactly this is a you know southwest strategy for uh, yeah. tackling this we wanted to make sure we didn't share that with the surrounding schools but really it's a it, it became a, a very uh, you know organized process within uh, our teams of itself you know we, we wanted to make sure that everybody was successful so uh, figuring out exactly you know, what that was going to look like at the beginning. Definitely, as Ricky said, there was no guidance, um, and it was up to the students ultimately to decide how best we were going to uh, achieve our goals there. And I think that's really what was such an attractive thing for both of us.
1: Yeah, so I mean, as, as you think about football, and it's it's football season here in Texas right now, so everyone understands playbooks in football, but mm-hmm. there's playbooks yeah. in Cyber Patriot as well. Oh, for sure. We had,
4: uh, I mean, a myriad of checklists that, I think we went over with ourselves and then we would test in scenarios you know just to make sure that we had what we need we had a repository of you know tools and stuff toward the end of our actual um you know season when, when i was a senior and we were in our, our last uh competition uh, we'd actually set up an entire uh, network uh exclusively to the competition we had our own server hosting you know we we didn't want to be pulling down windows updates or anything from microsoft so we actually hosted our own update server there and that's you know not a lot of kids can say that you know they deployed you know something like that uh at that age so it was a lot of fun so i want to uh elaborate i guess a
0: little bit on your texas football analogy because at southwest the teachers didn't totally understand it and you have to think about what uh steven just said our administration at that school was fighting with the IT department to get us our own segmented network to perform all of these activities. And Miss uh, Faye, um, still working over there, still doing lots of great work. She was literally a cheerleader. I mean, she would come in, didn't totally understand everything, but she was coming in, screaming for us, making announcements over the PA system and our teachers. It, it was like we were... It was like we were the... F- like the football team, except we were doing IT stuff. So,
4: yeah, I can remember times when you know people, teachers I'd never met, would come in and yeah. they would bring us snacks or you know things that they'd, you know, it was mm-hmm. that people were ordering pizza straight to the room and you know like Ricky said there was uh it, there is no curriculum provided by Cyber you know to say exactly what you need so when. Uh, You're a student saying, "Hey, you know, we can't have the internet filter getting in the middle of our way while we're trying to do a Google search." And you present that to your IT director of a school district. They're saying, "Well, you know, we got to meet compliance." Uh, It's wonderful to really. We had just the absolute best support to be able to uh, have somebody say, "Hey, this is what they need. I don't care what it takes. Give it to them and make sure they got it. Make sure they succeed."
0: So having your administration and faculty support your players. I mean, that was huge, and it was it was a good it was just a great thing to witness and i'm sure uh anybody could definitely attest to that
1: yeah Uh, so for for those listening and hearing about cyber patriot for the first time um if you think football games uh, long and those players are out there concentrating and working hard for 48 minutes uh how long does a cyber patriot match go six hours six (laughs) hours there you go so yeah and uh these Kids are going the entire time. Uh, some of them are not rotating in and out. It's not uh, 14 seconds at a time, and then you only play offense or defense. They might be. You may have some of those folks that are in there. That's a starter that are in for the whole six hours, or maybe you hop up for a few minutes to take a break um, while you go eat a slice of pizza. And it's worth noting,
4: you know, a lot of the uh, things that are going on. A lot of people envision, you know, you're just staring at a screen for a long period of time. I can think of situations where it's uh, as we talked about earlier they had to run to a house to get a server i ended up breaking into a desk my senior year because there was a disk and i thought i needed it was a copy of windows server and uh you know it it can actually get very very exciting if uh, you're not careful (laughs) yeah (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah so uh down in southwest as you you said they announcements on the pa so you would you'd get the the score or how things do did they recognize you as student-athletes
4: We actually got uh, Letterman jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. Letterman jackets just the same as the uh, high school football team would. Yeah. 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 Our
0: own patches on them.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. So if you're a school out there and you're not recognizing your Cyber Patriot teams with Letterman jacket, you should be fixing that Uh, because it's absolutely a team sport. There's a scoreboard. The kids are working really hard to practice and to go then compete and try to win.
0: So on that note, um, over the years, uh, obviously, uh, so, you know, that was five, six years ago for me personally. I've been to other schools, help support them, build their programs and whatnot. And you'll find that it's one really good teacher like Mr. C.
1: Yeah.
0: There's so many Mr. C's out who want to do good by their students. Receiving little to no understanding or, or support from their administration or their faculty. So that's definitely something that needs to change.
4: And really, yeah. that's i mean—that's the truth. As Ricky said, it just takes getting the right people in the room and uh, making sure that you have that support.
1: Yeah. So, do you, you guys know Mr. Maldonado? Yes. I've met him, yes. Yeah. 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 So, he means another one. He was a football coach that got handed the, hey, we want to get a Cyber Patriot thing going at this school. And he's like, I don't know anything about computers, but I'll figure it out from there. Uh, Yeah. And so there was that example of one teacher at a middle school there that took it and has been running with it and has built a great program at his school um, because he cared about the kids and knew that this was an opportunity for them to have a better life, uh, to learn things that are going to be applicable all the way through and to really keep them engaged in school because it's, well, yeah, we've all, everyone that's on the program here right now sat in a room for 13 years to get through and graduate from high school And when you're a kid, those feel like the longest 13 years of your life. Absolutely. Because they are at that point because you're only 14, maybe 16. Steven, uh, you took these classes. You were the captain of a cyber patriot team and and, uh, made it through all of that, kept you motivated to uh, go to school every day and got you through now to a a career. So what have you been doing uh, since high school uh, in computers and security or any of these aspects here? so i
4: took kind of a uh, beaten path to where i'm actually today um i think there was definitely the expectation when i was in high school that everybody was going to go to college and you know get you know their four-year degree and then hopefully go into grad school or something and uh, i was definitely set on that path uh in august of 2013 i actually moved into austin and was ready to you know pursue a computer science degree at the university of texas at austin uh, it took less than a month for me to realize that that wasn't where i was supposed to be and uh, so i ended up leaving in time to get a refund and, uh, basically spent a little bit of time trying to figure out what I was going to do. I talked to Mr. Celestine and, uh, talked to, you know, some of my former teachers and realized, you know, I had skills that were actually marketable. Um, I spent a little bit of time uh, working in uh, retail and then eventually, uh, met a business partner and we actually went into business for ourselves together. And today we do a uh, general IT consulting for small to medium sized businesses.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's uh, so you went from, uh, Pa- cyber Patriot uh, first team captain, having to invent some new stuff to learning there that you can uh, take something and create something and have now used that, both the technology skills you learned and the entrepreneurial skills that you learned to get your own business up and going.
4: That's oh, been invaluable, absolutely.
1: Yeah, and then Ricky, how about you?
0: Um, well, currently, um, I am a cybersecurity analyst with uh, Rackspace Managed Security. Um, love my job, love my career, love what I'm doing the path to get there though was uh, long Um, very interesting path Um, so something I didn't elaborate in the previous in our previous uh, our previous conversation was um, coming out of that first uh, successful competition very thankful and very grateful the Air Force actually outfitted us with internships and um, me and my team at the time my team and I we um, were working um, with the absurd, doing um, working that mission along with uh, military personnel, contractors, and uh, GS's. So that was a direct uh, influence of Cyber Patriot, and yeah. uh, the right people noticing. So from there, um, you know, uh, I had uh, finished up uh, graduating from high school, and I was immediately picked up by Northrop Grumman, um, where I did some work for a while. And then I kind of uh, did work for a few different government contractors um, in doing sysadmin work. Um, so I was a jack-of-all-trades sysadmin for a few years um, before I found my way at Rackspace.
1: So you, you uh, went and got yourself a clearance there, it sounds like, if you work for those folks. And you probably can't talk any more about what you did than, <laughs> other than I worked on computers. Pretty much. Yeah. No.
0: But... Um, very thankful for um you know the air force and uh, the cyber patriot organization for having set and, up those opportunities. and all
1: of those jobs were in the san antonio area absolutely yeah so it, and this is is one for uh, folks that are listening out there um there's a few big employers with uh names on the billboards around town and things like rackspace uh but there's actually over a hundred cybersecurity companies here in the san antonio area uh, many of them work for the uh Department of Defense is one of their larger customers. You've got the uh, Air Force uh, here with the 24th and 25th Air Force. If you want to learn some more about that, uh, we've had guests on uh, from the 24th and 25th. We've also had on uh, Tech Sergeant Diami Baker, who does cyber recruiting for the U.S. Air Force. They've got some amazing programs after you get out of high school to uh, continue your education. If you wanted to learn about those programs, uh, check out our website at www.cybertalkradio.com or... Uh, You can also listen to those episodes on iTunes podcasts, uh, Pocket Casts as well on uh, Android devices.
2: Uh, I would like to tag on something that Ricky said, which is something that marked me as a teacher. And I was um, very honored to have this group of young men in my class. And uh, I remember when they were freshmen, and I said something beside the certification. I said, my dream is to see if I can have at least one of you guys in this group to graduate high school, making more money than me as your teacher. And I remember I remember when Ricky had to negotiate his first job with Not Good good, good Men right in my classroom. And uh, from there, he got the job, he got a good offer, although he could have more money, but he was only 17, 18, and uh, he was happy with what they offered him. And later on, he came to me and looked at me, Mr. C, I met your quota. There you now go. I'm making more money than you.
1: So were you able to buy yourself a, uh, a glass of champagne to celebrate, or was that before your 21st birthday?
0: Um, well, I bought myself a house that yeah. year. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> were you,
1: were you, you were, 18. Were, were you even 21 yet? No. no.
2: 18. He bought his first brand new car, and he bought yeah. his
1: house. Yeah. yeah. 18. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. I mean, and it, that's awesome. And thank you for uh, getting this started. Thank you as well for, um, and just sticking with the program all these years. Cause it, it's, it folks are very familiar with the tradition behind football programs and the rest of these, the cyber Patriot stuff is brand new. This cybersecurity education in high school and tech education in high school is brand new. And you're one of the, the trailblazers that is folks are going to look back on this 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. They're going to be like, look what Arthur Celestine was able to build at Southwest, and be able to build this legacy of students going out there on to successful things in the high school programs. They want to get everybody football scholarships to college, so those kids can go to college and afford college. And here, I mean, as you're saying, you're getting setting kids up to go. Um, if you want to pay for college yourself right now, you could just go pay for it. No loans, no scholarship needed. You could go do that. That uh, you can also just continue on and keep working in a. I mean, I'm another one of those. As Stephen was saying, he, he started that computer science degree. I started one as well. Um, I'm a little older though, so this was b- the before the internet, um, and the internet started to happen in a big way. And I started looking at what was going on in the Bay Area, and I spent um, my tech time in that Bay Area in the Silicon Valley uh, during that first internet bubble. But I, I went to work in a security operations center um, myself back then. Um, this was on Solaris boxes and a they did not even allow uh, Linux at uh, the, the company that I worked for at that point in time. Linux was not even allowed in the enterprise. Um, we had to uh, do some interesting things to be able to deploy Linux there. Often, just the same problems you, you guys may have uh, run into, or you've heard stories of folks running into at different administrations uh, across the schools where they're having a hard time. of, you want to let Linux on my campus, please let Linux on the campus. Let these kids learn and let amazing things happen.
2: But I would like I would like to give credit my school administrators. Dr. Faye was Miss Faye at the time she was the principal. My superintendent, Dr. verstoff They've been great supporters and they have been the main of the program. Yeah, And they stood behind the students and uh, they encouraged us and they push the program to be what it is to the point that it is not just a high school program. Now we have two high schools, but we have four middle schools and cyber virtuality is all over the place. And uh, it's Due to the great leadership, and uh, they believe in the vision that I had, and they support the program, and they help, and they made it what it is, uh, I did not do it on my own. Those students, they took ownership of that, and they made it, and they, le- they left a, leg- a legacy to Southwest ISD.
0: If there's anything I'd want to close with, it's, you know, if there's any teachers or parents or family members listening who have students who are involved in these programs, support them. You know, even if you don't totally get it, it's okay. My grandmother didn't understand it. And she, every day I came home, she was like, me? i like, <laughs> yeah.
1: They're not just playing video games on the computer. If they're on a <laughs> Cyber Patriot team. They're learning things that can help them have a, a great life, a great career, and allow them to uh, do things that they enjoy every day when they go to work. And that's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you all for being on this week. This was a, a wonderful program. Uh, great stories. Uh, really appreciated it. And uh, keep going out there doing what you're doing um, and helping us grow uh, Cyber City USA here in San Antonio.